Hey guys, welcome back to NASCAR Series. Very excited because they just hit 2.8k plays in 12 established audience with 12 plays on their last episode of yesterday. I am very happy in this moment. And anyway, we got to get right to the bottom on another episode of You Got. This is, this is one of your favorite podcasts, the NASCAR Series. Daytona 500 tickets on 2021. For 2021 on sale now. Nice. 2020 Darlington throwback seems like Austin Dillon. Three kind of looks very retro. Nice yellow and red right there. Kevin Harvick, Bush series. Car looks actually very nice. Ryan Newman. Ooh, orange and blue kind of gives me a nice little Colorado. Tallerettic, we saw his, Ryan Blaney's, from Foyer. Ooh, a nice looking retro, almost even 1899s. Logano, Western Star. The Western look. Looking. Very nice car for the 22. Here's a little bit of a debate. Is Chase Elliott really the best? Let's start on the road course. Best road course racer, I say. Pick me up. I won't let you down. Energy one. Casey, Coca Cola energy. Hey, race fans. Alex Weaver here for another episode of Backseat Drivers. I'm going to be joined by Jonathan, Danny, and Eric. All right, guys, we saw a historic weekend in NASCAR where we were racing on the Daytona Road Course, and no surprise that the late road course ace as of lately, uh, Chase Elliott, gets it done. So I'm going to pose the question to you guys that I want to hear your thoughts on. Is Chase Elliott your number one when it comes to road courses right now active in the field? And if so, who's your number two? He is my most popular road course driver. Out of the grooves on. Eric Gestep. Most popular, most talented. There you go. I was going to say, he's also the most decorated road course racer in, in recent memory. So, uh, yeah, he, he has to be number one for me at the moment. I would say he's number one right now for me in the Cup Series. Oh, uh, Danny B's on as well. YouTubers. Amazing. Showing that he knows how to make road course races. But there's two guys down in the lower levels that I think you give them the right opportunity, they might be able to get a run for his money, that being Mr. Chase Briscoe and Austin Taylor. Yeah, let's put them three in a race and see uh, what happens. <laughs> Just yeah, do like think, five laps on a road course. I think something also interesting, too, is Rick Hendrick has really got an eye for this. If you go back to Tim Richmond, Jeff Court, uh, now now Chase Elliott, he's really kind of kind of cultivated a lot of the, the road course racing talent. I'd be interested to see Mr. H's uh, road course owner's trophies versus anybody else's in the garage. I'm sure he outnumbers them. It's got to be by at least 10. He's very forward-thinking, too, because, uh, because for years we've only had two road courses on the schedule. Last year, the last couple years, we've had three, and you never know what more can be added. So road course bringers, for lack of a better word, like Chase Elliott, uh, are becoming more and more valuable by the year, it seems. And also you got to understand how important your road course racing skills are to you. They used to. Uh, you run a road course race and you'll see it's like, okay, great, just try to get a win, try to survive. Now, one of these road courses is a crucial part of playoffs. you got to be able to have that in order to try to compete for a championship. Well, 
the word on the street is the road between Chase's house and the Dawsonville pool is pretty windy, so I think that's all the dad jokes today. Um, all right, so we all agree that Chase is number one on top of the road course list as of right now. Number one road course racer? I think I could agree right now. Here's a little bit of some cold prunes. Find out what cold prunes is on to today. First responders rely on We can never do what they do. But what we can do is be a partner that never quits. When you can rely on your you're the racer. That's an impressive streak for sure. They've uh, they've been on it. You know, I think uh, they showed yesterday. I think it was the two usual guys that have been good, but uh, no, the nine delivered and they just uh, they hit it they hit it out of the park again. So over the last couple of years, let's look at road courses. Who's your top five right now in the field when it comes to racing at road courses? I'll give you my top two. It's okay. Chase Elliott and Martin Truex Jr. And I don't really care. You can pick any of the rest of the three because there's only two that are that can win at this point. Got it. Yeah, I feel like the 19 and the 9 when it comes to a road course, you got to pick them. We also saw the 18 struggle again. We talked about the, when will the bleeding stop for that team, but uh, it wasn't at the Daytona road course. Definitely was not. Yeah, I don't know if they need to go see like a voodoo something, uh, something to undo whatever they got going on against them. But yeah, I mean, that was, uh, you know, even when it's not their own doing, they, they have something that, that happens and takes them out. So uh, I don't know. Dover's uh, Dover's feast or famine for them as well. You know, I've seen them run really good there and then seen them have uh, a lot of terrible days. So I think going into a doubleheader this weekend, they're just hoping to get some type of clean run out of it and, and get right back on the right track. But on the flip side of things, we also saw a lot less craziness than we saw in all the other series on the road course. Does watching the two series and even ARCA before your race help? And why did the Cup guys have it so figured out? I think uh, it's just a level of professionalism. If that's if that's not a true sign of it, then then, it, then nothing is. You know, I think the fact that you know before the race that you know the top guys that were starting all up front discussing what their breaking points were going to be so that they didn't run each other over in the first corner and I think that's just the level that the cup garage is at you know we made, made the comment a lot of times that the fence between those garages is pretty tall and, and I think you saw it exactly that, that this weekend those guys just uh, you know the quality of the field is just that much better and guys just didn't make mistakes and that's definitely okay. the difference yeah. I definitely think that the competitors in the field uh, liked racing at the road course. One in particular, your former driver with Martin Truex Jr. said in his post-race that it was more fun uh, than the Roval, and especially with tires. So uh, as a crew chief point of view, I want you to break down what he meant by the tires at the road course at Daytona versus the Roval in Charlotte. Yeah, I think everyone was a little bit leery going to Daytona because they brought the Watkins Glen tire, and, and when they tried that at the Roval, it was no bueno, like no grip at all. So I think... Uh, 
everyone was expecting that how it was, and, and it actually uh, it went a lot better than everybody uh, everybody expected. So it just seems to me that now that they have data on the infield versus you know the infield at Daytona versus the infield at Charlotte, it looks like the infield at Charlotte is just way slicker. Uh, you know, a lot harder to get traction on. You know, maybe a little bit more off camera corners. Maybe that's some of it, but. Definitely, uh, I think everybody expected it to be really a lot more slicker, slick than it was, and it, and it wasn't, which I thought, you know, enabled them to pass and gave the passing zones a better chance uh, to, to, to happen. So I think, uh, yeah, it was overall a positive versus what everybody was expecting. Hello. Well, Truex ended up with a positive day and a positive result as far as points, but he did kind of give the race away, I would say, to the nine when they had that foot road penalty uh, too fast exiting. So break that penalty down and what happened with the 19. Yeah, that's the, the, the pitfalls of pitting under green. It's just so many opportunities for things to go wrong. I mean, here they come in with a seven-second lead and have the race in control, and then that mistake just, just bit them. And then... You know, with pits being closed, not being able to serve the penalty under green was was a double whammy. So, I mean, whether that's how that should be or not, I don't know. But, I mean, that's the rules. So, when you pit towards the end of the stage and you have a mistake happen like that, then you really suffer a blow. So, uh, I thought it was crazy that they were able to come back, you know, from being in the mid-20s, you know, with not that many laps left to get back to third, just show the speed. I mean, I was watching the lap times and reviewed that, and it was, they were flying. So, I think... Uh, I think everybody got shortchanged a little bit. It would have been great to see a battle between between him and the nine because I think they could have put on a good show. Yeah, we saw a lot of different strategies play out, but we did see Austin Dillon test positive for COVID-19. We're wishing them, obviously, the safety and healthy and the uh, speedy recovery. But I want to know if the Pern seal of approval can go to Casagrala this weekend because he had the best finish in the – three-car on a road course in 20 years. So I, I think he did his, his, his job fairly well. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, credit to him, credit to the team. I think it's always hard when you get a new driver come in, just getting all the little details right to make them comfortable. And, you know, Justin and Alexander in that group, they did a, a great job making them feel comfortable that he could go out and, and get that good a result. So to, to have it be in that scenario and get a top 10 of it, I mean, they got to be doing backflips leaving that place. My Carl Edwards. Ooh, second of all, when is Austin Dillon going to even come back? I hope he recovers real fast. Rookie NASCAR Pro League Season 2 finale power rankings. It all comes down to Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Eight drivers fought tooth to nail all season long throughout the NASCAR Heat Pro League second and towards the triple header championship event. Michigan, Phoenix, and Bristol. Here's all the contenders stack up before the race was 70000 on the line. Brian Tedeschi, Maxwell Castro, Josh Harbin, Josh Parker, Slade Gravitt, Brandon Gritton, Daniel Buttafuoco, and Justin Brooks. It's at 8 p.m. I mean, I need to write this down, so it's Ina. It's car.com slash live. Be right back.
Still, I can watch it tomorrow. <coughs> Let's continue. Well, how about what? It's good. They're great. Truex Jr. and uh, Hamlin as heavy hitters on road course. Final video of the episode. Don't be conventional. Kevin Harvick? Come on, it's your turn. Anyway, we are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another great episode on the NASCAR series. Woo-woo!